Welcome to the other 420. And it's not the 420 you think it is. I'm Sue. And I'm Jill. And our show is about how someone in their 40s and 20s are navigating this crazy world together as Korean American professional women trying to figure out what is happening in our lives. So come join us for the ride. Welcome, listeners, and happy 2024. 2024, a happy new year. Yeah, it's,、um, I, I'm really excited for 2024. Even just the number got me happy. I think it's just a fresh start, you know, like a fresh breath of air. Yeah, and I think for me, this is the, I have a lot of clarity for 2024. Clarity? Yeah. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know, maybe it's my, where I'm at in the phase of my life or what is it, but I feel very clear about what I think I want for 2024. Interesting. Yeah. I know a lot of people, when it becomes a new year, they're like, new year, new me. Do you feel that way? Not necessarily new year, new me, but new year, new things. That I am hoping to further, I guess, achieve. I don't know, because I asked you、mm-hmm. um, about your New Year's resolution. And I don't know if it's because of your age or in just where you're at right now in life, but you didn't really give me a clear answer. No, I don't really have like a clear New Year's resolution. Um, I feel like last year I did, but this year kind of the new year just crept up on me. Yeah. And I think that was our focus of this podcast for 2024. We wanted to reflect on the past、yeah. and、uh, talk about our future. But how was your New Year's? My New Year's、um, was great. So for Christmas,、um, for Christmas, It was actually a really good Christmas, you know, and I want to start before that is that we want, we really, for Christmas, I think, wanted to keep it as simple、mm-hmm. and low key as possible. And I don't know if it's because the kids are older or maybe I'm just more, I don't know, maybe more aware of just, it doesn't have to be an elaborate thing. It doesn't have to be a big thing. And、um, on Christmas Eve, we actually usually see、um, Jim's family. And so we hosted, they came.、Mm-hmm. And then Christmas night, usually my family and extended family come over. And they, we actually didn't get together because everyone had random plans or they were not here. And it was just out of the ordinary because people were traveling. And so it was just the five of us. And、mm-hmm. it was so nice. So nice. Did you guys do anything special? No, I mean, the kids opened their presents. We went to、um, midnight mass the night before, so we didn't even go to church that day, so we didn't have that like, to rush. So we just opened their presents.、Mm-hmm. And then we went out and ate lunch at a restaurant.、Ooh. And then we just came back. And、um, I think that night we took down the Christmas decorations. Yeah, you were very fast to take it down. We were very fast to take it down. So I think when.、Um, If the kids, when the kids are younger, or maybe it's your first, you feel like you have to do all these things. Yeah. And as the kids are getting older,、um, 
I feel like we have to actually do less things because I don't want to be those families that are so tied to the tradition Mm -hmm. and be like disappointed when my kids get older. I think I told you that I asked my boys like, oh, what would you do if your wife um, didn't want to come for Christmas to visit us? And then my oldest one, you know, he's... He's the one I think we'll see the least, but he was hawing and hemming and he was like, well, I don't know. And then the middle one was like, we'll just get a divorce. I know. Because I'm going to tell her, yeah, if you don't want to come to my house, then uh, you don't need to come to my house and I'm going to come to my house. And so just from that conversation, I even realized, you know what? Like, I don't even want to give that burden to my kids. Like if they're not going to come, then me and Jim, we are going to the four seasons and we are going to have their wonderful dinner, you know, uh-huh. five, 10 course dinner and just live Ooh. it up. So I am trying to be more, less about the things, less about specific traditions and more just about spending time in family. What about you? Um, what did I do for Christmas? I think I slept in, usually we go to church together for Christmas, but we didn't. Um, and we just all met for lunch at a restaurant with my oldest brother and my sister-in-law and my second brother. Um, and then we went to Starbucks after and then we came home and we kind of exchanged gifts. And then we just had a, like kind of ate leftovers for dinner. Um, and so and then I saw my best friend at during the nighttime and we exchanged gifts because we do that every year because we have like matching pajamas and so in our pajamas we just like hang out and we exchange gifts so that's what I did but I'm curious I feel like when you're in your like 20s we don't really have any traditions and we do like kind of whatever we want for the holidays but for you do you feel like you have to have these experiences for your kids but do you think that in your 20s it's it's more because like your family didn't do those things. Maybe. Cause we usually, even growing up, we didn't have any Christmas traditions. Like we didn't do like presents or Christmas dinner with family. Cause we didn't have any family. So we do usually just go to church and do whatever. So maybe it's because I didn't have any traditions growing up with my family. I don't have them now, but with like my best friend, that's the only tradition I have. It's like we do every year, we do Christmas pajamas, Christmas photos with Santa, and then we exchange gifts. Like that's the only tradition I have. But what about you? You don't really have them either. No, because growing up, my so my mom owned, my parents owned restaurants, right? So mm-hmm. Christmas is open. Christmas yeah. Eve, it's open, right? So you're always working. So growing up, we didn't really do those things either, which maybe that's why it's not as important to me. But Jim, his family is very traditional and celebrating mm-hmm. Christmas and um, giving everyone presents and decorating the house yeah. and things like that. So um, I used to, once I went to college, I would spend Christmas with Jim and his family. So those were the traditions. And it didn't take away from my family because they didn't get together. Yeah, It was only within the last five or ten years since... Um, my like mom retired and you know lots of people are have more time I guess Mm -hmm. and so then that's when we would get together but we didn't have like it it's not also awful if we don't get together does that make sense yeah that makes sense but you have a new year's tradition we do which is so funny and and, (laughs) and this tradition too is only like within the last 
I would say five-ish, five to seven years-ish. Uh-huh. So is that every year my family and my, um, like my aunts, my extended family on my mom's side and my cousins, we go to Las Vegas. Yeah. And we go um, from, you know, a few days before New Year's Eve to like a few days after. And we always um, stay at the same hotel and um, we just always, you know, we gamble and we spend time together and the kids go, the kids have gone since, you know, my oldest has been a baby. So they're used to it too. And they mm-hmm. love it because they have the traditions of like ice skating and room service. Yeah. And so it's so funny because that's more of our tradition rather than Christmas. Uh, Christmas. But I think for us, both of us, because we didn't really have specific yeah. traditions that for me, spending time together is the most important thing like for you i'm sure it was really nice to like go to the restaurant and just be together as adults yeah and just have conversation Mm -hmm. and it's kind of the last big holiday before the new baby comes Mm -hmm. because once the baby comes it's all it's going to be all about the baby and sometimes we might not meet you know because the baby's not feeling well or whatever the schedule or the schedule so it's just going to the last time it's just like the six of us um but i think new year's was fun Cause I was with you. Yeah. So, um, so we talked about this, you know, um, Jill and I is that Jill is a very close, like part of our family. So in September I said, Hey, do you want to go to, with us to Las Vegas? Cause she knows our family. And mm-hmm. so she said, yeah, let's go. So Jill was planning to go with us, um, to, for new, to celebrate new year's. Mm-hmm. And, um, but Jill, was in a different situation when it got close to New Year's, right? Yeah, it was. I was in a different kind of. You're right. Situation versus September versus mm-hmm. now, and so I brought my boyfriend. Your boyfriend? Wait, did we have a boyfriend since the last episode, Jim, our historian? When was was there when... a boyfriend? Did we say boyfriend in the last episode? don't think we did because i think we filmed or not filmed we recorded on the 21st and we really only made it like official official on the 17th so i feel like it was still too early where to i didn't share really with the listeners. talk say like this is my boyfriend this is my boyfriend but i guess this is the episode where i say this is my boyfriend this is you have a boyfriend yep it's been a long road since september right <laughs> since we first started the podcast so uh we need a name for this boyfriend because we also want to respect his privacy so we need to come up with a name for him so our um so we don't just call him the boyfriend or we guess we could call him just the boyfriend you know we uh, until we feel like a name that feels like it's him we can just call him the boyfriend the boyfriend Mm -hmm. but he joined us Mm -hmm. he did um, and it was really fun like he really blended in well and I felt like I didn't have to like worry. Are you having a good time? Because he also has a personality where he can have a fun time, like with anybody doing anything. Yeah, and Jim and I have met the boyfriend a few times before um, the pot uh, before uh, the New Year's trip, and um, we actually instantly connected mm-hmm. with him. He, um, even though we're in our forties, and obviously he's in his twenties, and he's just a few years older than you. He's an old soul. He's an old soul. He's an old soul. So he is very, um, you can relate a lot with him regardless yeah. of 
age. You know, sometimes like if you meet someone in your 20s, you're like, and you're in your 40s. Yeah. How, what do you have to talk about? Mm-hmm. But he's an old soul. You're an old soul too. I am an old soul. So I'm sure like our listeners wouldn't really even think that we are 18 years apart mm-hmm. because you're an old soul. So we get along with him as if we were like the same age. Yeah. But it's funny because I think when we are also together, the four of us, you guys kind of become like younger too, you know, because we also had fun. Yes. And I think it's not that it's younger, but you don't have the responsibility that of what we do day to day, right? It's taking Mm -hmm. care of somebody else. Yeah. Because I know people who are just even a few years younger than me, just mm-hmm. a few years, and they don't have kids, and they seem much, much younger than me. Oh, like, they have a okay. fun spirit. But this weekend, I feel like we had a really fun spirit. We did. You we guys, did. I felt like it was a very youthful. We had moments where we were all very youthful. Yeah, you know, um, so my cousin came, and she has a almost two-year-old, mm-hmm. and... Um, I see how much stuff they had and she's yeah. pregnant again. And it's just a different experience yeah. versus my kids are older now, much older. And, um, I feel like it's the first time that I felt comfortable, like them being, you know, um, being there doing their own thing, like in the room and like, obviously someone's there with them, but mm-hmm. they not, I don't need to be there. Like they're yeah. fine just being there with my mom or like they're happy, content, working on, you know, doing iPad or Rubik's Cube or just relaxing. Mm -hmm. And so that was okay. Like I don't, they didn't have routine of like, I have to tell them, Hey, you need to go to sleep at this time Mm -hmm. and make sure I was there to do it. Like I would just say, Hey, you need to you know, turn off your iPad at this time and go yeah. to bed. And they did. Yeah. And that freedom of just, wow, they're getting older, they listen, and I'm able to just enjoy my time away from mm-hmm. them was really great. But I think for me, like, seeing that and, like, this weekend with, like, the kids and I think seeing your cousin, too, with the little baby, I was thinking, man, I should wait to have kids like a long time because they were everywhere and especially yeah. like the that little one like she was just you were so scared and I felt like you couldn't like relax because you know she's gonna trip where she's gonna go she's gonna run into the street I'm like man I'm gonna take my sweet time well I think that's why so many people your age do right like yeah. or don't have kids at all yeah um because by the time you know it you're already in your late 30s mm-hmm. but I did tell you like hey I would do everything I want to do with my husband before I have kids. Yeah. Because I think of like my brother and my sister-in-law, they got married and a month later they got pregnant. Yeah. I was like, man, I don't, I don't want that. I also want to enjoy like a period of time where it's just like me and my partner and we do everything we want to do, like see the world and we feel content and we're like, okay, now I feel like we want something else. Yeah. I don't want to feel like, oh, we haven't done stuff, but kind of this fell into our lap or anything like that. Well, and that's why I also think that like, I am not opposed to people getting married early. Mm Mm-hmm. Because then you can do those things with your husband and yeah. just explore, especially when both people have careers and they've, 
their life is set in the way it's supposed to go, yeah. then now, if that's the right person, get married and live your best life before you have kids. And, you know, and we did that. We were married for six years because mm-hmm. we got married really young. And then we had, um, then we had our kids. And so, um, I do feel like that's why when we would go out with you mm-hmm. without the kids, it felt so natural because we've done it way before. Yeah. It didn't felt, it didn't feel weird. Like mm-hmm. it did, it felt like kind of you guys jumped right into being kind of that old couple before the kids. And you, I mean, we've talked about it. You've, um, you've said like, oh, you've kind of accomplished everything you're supposed to on your checklist. Uh huh. So now, um, what's next? Yeah. Um, but talking about New Year's, do you have any resolutions? New Year's resolutions. Well, I thought we were going to do talk about what are our five lessons we learned from 2023 before we go into our Oh, should we right? talk about what we learned in 2023 yeah. first? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Let's do that. So what's, let's, okay, the one thing that I learned from 2023, which you're going to hmm. laugh at, is exercise really is good for you. You know, I've been telling that to you so many times all throughout 2023. I said, let's go do this. Let's do that. And you're like, no, 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 no. But finally, I got you to exercise. And now I feel like you love it. I do. And um, I don't love it. I will never love it. But what I mean by that is that it actually does give you more energy. It actually does clear your mind. It actually makes you feel better. Yeah. It's not fake news. Yeah, that's true. So that was one of my biggest things I learned. I think from for me, one of the things I learned is, you know, I'll get back up. Because I think throughout this year in 2023, there were times where I was knocked down and I felt like, man, like it's not going to get any better. But now looking back, you know, at the whole year, I'm like, you know what? I did get back up and it did get better. And sometimes it got even better. Um, so I think... In the moment, it might feel like, you know, it won't get any better. Like, this is how it's going to be forever. But it does get better. Yeah, and professionally and personally. Yeah, because in my personal life and also in my professional life, there was a huge learning curve this year as well. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's uh, professionally, and we've had this conversation, sometimes you mess up. Yeah. And it's not in your control. Mm -hmm. And it just happens. And that's different than when you're in college or grad school and you control your grades almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in the working environment, you can't control everything. And it's like if you mess up in college with like grades, you know, like no one's, I don't know. It's it's like different. People will call you out and like the mistake is like your fault and it's kind of very visible. Whereas maybe you can like hide it if I failed a test in college, like no one has to know I failed. Whereas in work, like when I do slip up, like everybody knows and it's kind of known and maybe like people's perception of me might change. But I've realized like I, I do like mess up or maybe like there's a learning curve, but I will become better for it, you know. So that's one thing I learned. Let me think. What is, oh, the second thing I learned is um, it's actually better to actually put yourself first at times. Mm. And I think that connects to the exercise, but not really. Like before I knew it, 
this year I felt my oldest was actually old and my yeah. youngest actually got older. Yeah. So they could, they didn't need me in certain ways and, and which allowed me to have some time to actually just put myself first. Mm-hmm. Like not feel guilty to go get my nails done or yeah. something like that because it's only been an hour. And before I would think, wow, an hour is something that I could be washing dishes or doing something like that. So I learned you can put yourself first yeah. and it doesn't mean that you're not a good parent. I think even in the beginning of the year, I would say, hey, let's do this. Let's do that. And you're like, no, I have kids. No, I'm not 20 years old like you, but... Later on in 2023, I feel like you were like, oh, actually, let's do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's do that. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, yeah, let's do it for sure. So I think I did see that kind of change in you, that transition. Yeah. And one of the things that Jim and I started doing, which now that the kids are older too, it's okay. Like we would, um, they would, we would have them sleep over at my mom's. um, Mm -hmm. And just even if we weren't had any plans, them just being there. Yeah. From like 8 p.m. And they're already like showered and uh-huh. they already ate dinner. So 8 p.m. And then just picking up in the morning f- gave us so much yeah, freedom or just self back. Yeah. That's like, you know what? We're going to do that like twice a month. Yeah. I remember like the weekends that you did do that. It was really fun. Yeah. And we were just sometimes we weren't doing anything or sometimes we would go out to dinner or something. Mm-hmm. And it, it was... It was really time that we needed in that silence. So, you know, that's one of the things that I learned from 2023 is that you have to make that kind of time. Mm -hmm. What's your second thing? My second thing is it's okay to be uncomfortable because I think also there were moments where I didn't want to do certain things or I was a little bit scared about maybe going to a new place and having to meet new people or being in a new social situation or having to do something with work. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it, but I was really pushed and encouraged to do it. So it's okay to kind of um, be in those situations where you're not comfortable. It's okay to be comfortable. Um, And also, I guess my third thing is it's good to meet new people. Tell me more. Because I think me, I'm always really content with the people in my life already. Like I only have, I'm okay with the friends and the family I have. And I'm like, I don't need no one else. But I've realized like, it's also good to have, you know, expand that circle. And even if they're not like ride or die people, like, you know, people who are in my close circle, it's okay to also have those types of friendships and um, get to know these new people and even if it's on the surface level. I think mine actually um, is similar to that and the opposite end almost. Uh, like I learned it's important to keep the relationships that you've had in the past. Mm. So as you get older, you we've talked about you meet so many more people. Yeah. And um, it's easy to... Um, meet more people and then the people you've known in the past kind of let it go. Mm -hmm. You take for granted the relationship. And so I actually learned that um, rekindling or just reaching out or making the time to just even send a text or something like that does fill your bucket or like keep that friendship alive. And so I feel like I learned that 
um, you know, when you have young kids, it's always about them, but then you don't realize they're getting older. And so as they get older, you're almost allow yourself to be like, Hey, I need to make this time to reach out to people. That's what I've been telling you. Cause yeah. I remember there was a moment where you're like, I need new friends. And I said, no, why don't you focus on the friends you have right now? Um, but it's good that you kind of came to that thought. Yeah. I think for my fourth one is it's okay to accept like somebody's like help. It's okay to, um, I guess just not be like always the strong one. I think kind of furthering on that because there were so many also like low moments in 2023 where I kind of had to, I think our last episode, be humble and ask for help and actually show people like, hey, um, I also have like a weakness. Like I also am not on top of everything and I don't always have it together. Um, So I guess like it's okay to also be vulnerable and show that different side of me. Well, you're a very independent person. Yeah. We've talked about that. And so it's okay to accept love and accept help. Um, And I think... I'm, I also want that to bleed into 2024. And I think now that I am in a relationship, like sometimes it is hard for me to kind of feel like, oh, I am, I do, I should accept this love or like, you know, this care. And it's okay to be taking care of somebody else. Well, and the boyfriend, he is the epitome of giving care. Yeah. More so than an average person boy what do we say yeah and that's why i say he's he's my unicorn yeah because he he um i remember you told me you met up briefly Mm -hmm. and he gave you what did he give you like vitamin c or something what did he give you when i think i don't know you said oh we just met briefly and he bought he said i brought you this vitamin c or something like the drink mart yeah oh the drinks yeah yes but then just because just because and even his christmas gift to me was very thoughtful like there was a lot of thought behind it um like even it was like the little things that i would mention and he would remember he's like oh i know you're doing like private training now so here's these like capsules that you can do and here are these like um, like this probiotic drink and I know you like scents so here's this and I know you like taking photos so here's this so he is very thoughtful and I am really feeling like loved and being taken care of um, in this relationship and so that's also what I learned in 2023 what's your last one my last one is try new things try new things actually is not bad mm. Um, for example, the podcast. Yeah. Right. I would never think in a million years that I would do a podcast Mm -hmm. and I did it because, um, you really wanted to do it. Yeah. And so we did it and I actually, we talked about this and maybe it goes to our new new year's resolution of making our podcast really more, um, have more listeners reaching a bigger market, but Doing something that is new and different and not planned. It's mm-hmm. not part of like a plan of making my career better. It's not planned about my kids and making yeah. them better. It's just something different for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is something I don't do. And so I was like, oh, doing something new actually makes me better so that I will be better at my job or be a better mom. Yeah. I think my last one is similar to you of um, be open, you know, because I think you know me like I'm a huge like pessimist and I'm like, if I'm not comfortable, if I don't know something 100%, I wouldn't do it. Um, But but be open to like new opportunities and new things because you don't know um, what might come after. Because I remember even going back on the dating app, I really didn't want to. Do you remember? Yeah. I was like, no, I don't want to, like, maybe later. But, like, right now, I just want to focus on myself. And I was, like, really stubborn about that. But now that I to kind of take a step back, I'm like, hey, if I didn't go on the app and if I didn't have to go through, like, different dates in order, I would have never found, you know, like, my boyfriend right now, you know? And so, and even, like, in the beginning of 2023, there were different opportunities that I had that I was like, no, I don't want to do it, but I did it. And I like, don't regret it. I'm like so happy that I did. And so I learned, you know, be open to those new things. Even if you don't know what might come after, um, still be open. And I, I wanted us to talk about, um, you like your, what five lessons you learned Mm -hmm. and what five lessons I learned, because that leads us into then for 2024, Mm what are we we talked about is it a resolution because I asked you what's your new year's resolution and you kind of was like um I don't know yeah but I think there's things that I hope for 2024 and I what I told you is I hope for more like fun adventures and fun opportunities but also like in a sense kind of stability you know of like not too many crazy things because my 2023 was really wild very crazy what what would you say being like a standard like standby by standard of 20, my life of 2023 i think your 2023 was when you became an adult yeah when we consider adult right you finished school you had your first real job um that you wanted yeah um like your career it's your career job it was my first full year of of working yeah of your career job and um that's a big milestone in itself because doesn't that mean you're kind of like all the things that you worked hard for in high school and in college and grad school was for yeah this you reached that point Mm -hmm. that measure of success Mm -hmm. so that professionally i'm sure was wild right Mm -hmm. and sometimes you need to step back and think, wow, I did that. Yeah. And then um, you had a few relationships. Yeah. You traveled a lot. Uh, Yeah. I met new people, had relationships, traveled a lot. And so it just was like a lot of moving pieces. But I feel like hopefully in 2024, my hope is a couple of my pieces are more solid. You know, I feel more like, you know, like security in my relationships with my friends. Um, I guess like the small community that I have mm-hmm. with work and my coworkers. Um, and now, especially with my new relationship, I, I'm kind of hopeful for how it's going to be um, throughout this year. I hope that um, you just hold on to that, this idea of just experience being in the now, experiencing what's happening now, mm-hmm. and just being happy. Also for you too, that's what I hope. Yeah, and I think about like just happy. I mean, I think that's what my 
New Year's resolution is. It's just to try to be happy. Yeah. And with that means, how? what is happiness for me? Mm. What is happiness for me? Is it taking time to exercise? Is yeah. it taking time to like have nicer things that make me happy, which I don't really indulge in things like that. And I don't even know what would make me happy. That's a thing. But is it um, like when I wear my Lululemon leggings, they make me happy. I know. I saw you wear it over there um, in Vegas. Yeah. And I was thinking, man, she looks good. Yeah, I, they make me happy. Even if they're $100, they still make me happy. So I think it is about that is that um, because if I'm happy, genuinely a happy person, and obviously there's things in our lives that are going to happen that yeah. are going to make us sad, but generally be a happy person, um, I will be a better wife. I will be a better mother. I'll be yeah. a better boss. So um um, that's my goal is to really do find like the joy of being happy. Similar to that, I want to be more optimistic this year because I'm such a glass half empty type of person. But seeing people in my life who are so like positive and optimistic, I'm like, actually, I want to be more like that. But the funny thing is you don't come off pessimistic i would actually say the opposite people uh-huh. who meet you only get positive vibes but yeah because that's my like facade right yeah. but actually on the inside i'm very pessimistic and i always think about the worst and you always say why do you think like that and i'm like i don't know but i think i do want to switch it i want to be more positive think about the now and be more in the present and not worry about the future and you know next steps and things like that and in my like personal life, but kind of just enjoy the right now and be positive and like you be happy. Yeah. And I think I've told you like bad things will happen. Yeah. They will happen. They will happen. That's just life. But, um, how do we handle those bad things so that they don't define who we are? And I think kind of closing out 2023, I want to say how proud I am of you. Oh yeah. I think there really was like a huge kind of um, focus on yourself and I always admire admire like your resilience and how kind of you um kind of navigate life and your journey I'm I'm really proud of that for you yeah and we've talked about this with like Jill has learned a lot about being more of an like just some dealing with the adult things that you didn't have to deal with right yeah from me and what I've learned from Jill is to be younger and not younger and trying to like look younger or act younger but you know we talked about your generation of what they appreciate and what they value and some of those things like we need I need to hold on to yeah like the experiences or yeah. like the little things um and putting yourself first mm-hmm. I think I've learned a lot of that from you so I'm excited to see where we, has as we evolve mm-hmm. um, this year in 2024. And where the other 420 will evolve and the places where this podcast will go to. I know that has been one of our goals for this year is to really, like I said, um, make this podcast something that actually is not just a platform for us anymore, but really for people who are just wanting to hear about... Um, our experiences and hopefully relate and learn and feel that like they're not going through the things that they're going through alone yeah 
So we're so thankful for our listeners, and I'm so thankful for the podcast, and I'm so thankful for Sue and Jen. Yeah, and um, we are very fortunate for our community. I mean, right now our listeners are our community. Yeah. And so we um, are excited to, you know, have really good content. Mm-hmm. And so happy new year and I'm excited for 2024. Happy 2024.